Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beer and Biceps podcast. Today I'll be talking about, is bodybuilding a sport? Um, probably a question that nobody's ever thought of right now, before now, but if you're listening you probably already have an opinion as to whether it is or it isn't. Uh, I'm going to put my take on it. Um, I'm just going to quickly talk about bodybuilding and my experiences with it. No, you're probably not shocked to find I've never actually been a bodybuilder or tried to be. Um, It never interested me. Um, I remember when I was doing sports science, loads of my fellow classmates were interested in Arnie and um, he's definitely seen as the founder of bodybuilding, which isn't really true because um, uh, Sandow would be, Eugene Sandow would probably be known as the real founder. He was a guy in the 19... I think it was 1930s, and this is all going off memory, but I think he was German, quite short, but he became really popular in Europe and possibly America um, as like a strong man. But actually, when you look at him, he's just in incredible shape. He's, he tried to create that sort of Greek god physique, which um, really inspired the bodybuilders of the 60s and the 70s, which is when pumping iron and came out and you got Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, he, um, I remember loads of people in my uni being really interested in him. Um, none of them were bodybuilders particularly. Um, I, I wasn't particularly interested in bodybuilding at all. Um, I was a fat bastard in uni, so all I cared about was losing weight, which I managed to do through, um, uh, weight training and, high intensity interval training um but that's another story well it's not even an interesting story so i'm not gonna say it's another story it's a story um but yeah i sort of didn't really care about bodybuilding at all throughout my time as a personal trainer like um i know loads of people at the gym i worked at were really into bodybuilding and they still are and they're, they're doing really good good work with that but i just couldn't give a shit um but since then, I, I I did a load of articles for a bodybuilding website and, in fact, for several bodybuilding websites and going into the history of it, comparing, you know, um, Ronnie Coleman versus Phil Heath, who's the best, or Dorian Yates versus Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that sort of stuff. And I did start to find it interesting that the men who succeeded, they all had interesting lives. Um, I can't remember that. Uh, there was a, a Serge was it Serge Nubray or is that a rugby player <laughs> there was a French bodybuilder and he had a fascinating story and there was um, there was another one who was um, Cuban and had been in the Cuban army um, and had managed to um, get into bodybuilding and then used that uh, no uh, powerlifting and used that as an excuse to escape to America and I thought that that guy was really interesting and Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the most interesting people of the 20th century like hands down his story is just insane the the legend he created for himself as well like um, there was that story that Schwarzenegger says in Pumping Iron about um, how even he missed his dad's funeral because he was training in the gym. And I always thought, what an incredible story. I mean, what what that show, shows you about his commitment and his single-mindedness and his uh, his callousness. But it turns out that actually that, that story wasn't true at all. And when his dad did die, he went to the funeral. He, he was just 
repurposing a story of another trainer as his own to create his legend. And he did that a lot in Pumping Iron, which I've got no problem with. I think it was a great move. And without him doing stuff like that, and without Pumping Iron, bodybuilding would never have become a massive sport. And Whoa, I said sport. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing is is bodybuilding a sport. That's not a that's not a spoiler. That was just a poor word choice. Um, the entertainment business that it is. Um, and yeah, uh, f- to be honest, for me, um, I am not interested in bodybuilding now that much. I mean, the articles I write about current bodybuilders, I find them kind of interesting as people, um, like Big Ramy, um, Phil Heath. Uh, Yep, that's all I can think about. <laughs> the giant Egyptian dude. Um, but there's a, there's a few... There's, they've all got interesting stories, and um, it was quite surprising that a new guy won it uh, last year. Um, and, yeah, there, there's a couple of good English blokes in it. Uh, I think one guy from Manchester. Um, but, yeah, so I find it interesting. But for me, um, bodybuilding sort of fell apart around the 90s. Um, or is, No, in the 80s, really. Um so when Dorian Yates was competing, I think he was the tail end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s, and he sort of was one of the first bodybuilders to get into that sort of massive monster size. If you look at Arnold and his competitors in the 70s, they were they were definitely like enhanced and they were, you know, huge guys, but you could just about see that if you put in the time and you ate the food and did the exercise you could just about see yourself maybe becoming them but then when Dorian Yates got into it it just became okay these people are well monsters is what they've been described as now you know massively overly large they've got um huge guts which have come from growth hormone intake and stuff like that and it's they're not they're not sexy they're not attainable they're not they don't look like greek gods they look like massive steroid enhanced people really so it's it's still damn impressive and you know on balance I'd probably prefer their physique to mine nah that's not true they, they would definitely prefer their, their physique to mine so yeah they're happy their fans are happy and all that sort of stuff but for me that looking back at it if I'd been alive in the, in the 50s 60s 70s and got you know and I'd seen what bodybuilding became I would have been very disappointed as it was, I was born in 1987, and my first experience of looking at bodybuilders would have been around about 2000, and I didn't care then, and I struggle to care now. Um, but anyway, that's that's my sort of uh, relationship with bodybuilding. I think it used to be really cool. It could be cool again, and there, there, there even seems to be a bit of a, a change in judging that maybe they're going to go back to um, aesthetics rather than size, and that would be superb. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my sort of thing. I, I'm no enemy of bodybuilding, and I'm no fan really. I'm kind of neutral, as as with everything. The if I was a bodybuilder, I'd be Matt the Fence Sitter Smith, um, and even that's a terrible name. But anyway, um, is bodybuilding a sport? So the first thing I'm going to do is uh, read, plagiarise the Oxford Languages Dictionary, and uh, read their definition of what a sport is. So they've said. Uh, Sport is an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. 
So out of those that that sentence, I've picked up four words: uh, physical exertion, skill, competition, and entertainment. So that I'm going to use those to because those are the main words of that sentence um, to judge whether I think bodybuilding's a sport and maybe convince you to agree with me or not. You know, I don't really care that much. <laughs> Do your own podcast, uh, right? So the first one is physical exertion. So, if you've ever seen a bodybuilding competition, it's kind of debatable as to whether it involves physical exertion or not. Um, So, bodybuilders will do a number of poses um, which best shows off their muscles. Um, Now, uh, most bodybuilders, if you said, you know, is there a physical exertion side to it, they'll say, oh, well, posing, you know, that's exhausting. You know, you you do an hour of posing and you're going to be more tired than from a workout. Um, and I get that, but it's not the same. You know, bodybuilders aren't walking off the stage, you know, breathing out their ass like you would be at the end of a football match. Um, it it would technically count as physical exertion more so maybe than snooker or darts or chess, which are other activities that could be could fall under the umbrella of sport. By the way, chess is not a sport. Darts is kind of a sport, and snooker is a sport. That's my opinion. Uh, I'm not going to go into those ones, though. Um, But anyway, so bodybuilding. Could you say that there was a physical exertion side to it? Yes, but nowhere near enough, really, to to count it. It, It's it's more of a... I was going to say it was a bit like gymnastics, but I wouldn't say it was that. There's less physical exertion in gymnastics. um, But the gymnastics term will come up further on in this um but yeah so i'd say during competition no there isn't really a physical exertion side to it um not in a sporting way um however when training for bodybuilding there are masses masses of physical exertion you know lifting weights um or you know um cardio all that sort of stuff is you know um physically exhausting that's the whole point uh, a bodybuilder wouldn't be cardiovascularly fitter than most sports people but they would be stronger than most sports people and they would um, train harder and more often than most sports people the whole point of um, bodybuilders you know the the professional ones is that they take so many performance enhancing drugs so they can train at a level that nobody else could Um, so yes there is physical exertion in the training but that does not make bodybuilding a sport it is the comp- what we've got to say is that for the rest of the, for the rest of our definition of what a sport is it we're talking about at the actual competition so mr olympia or any of those competitions because the actual training that's that 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 follows almost none of the um the criteria um it's well anyway we'll get to that so anyway physical exertion i would say no but there is a there is an asterisk by that there there is a physical part to it, but not really, and it's not the the most physically the person who does the most physical exertion during that session will not necessarily win it. In fact, if anything, they're probably more likely to lose it. So the next one is skill. Um, there is a skill in posing, however. The best poser won't necessarily win, and also I would debate that 
posing is as much of a skill as potting a black in snooker or you know performing a trick shot in football or scoring uh, well scoring a try in rugby tackling in rugby it, it's posing is literally taught to people by people who aren't there's no qualifications for it you don't have to do any coaching badges for it it's something that I know people who, you know, have not been have not gone to university for it, but can teach posing, and they do a damn good job at it. But that's mainly because it's not that difficult. It's difficult. I couldn't do it. So you know, before anyone throws that in my face, in fact, before anyone throws any of this in my face, I'm not a bodybuilder. I could never be a bodybuilder. I don't have the discipline or the want. But anyway, um, posing is. I would not count it as. A, it is a skill in some sense, but it's not the type of skill that is elite. Like in football, there are probably a billion people who play football, yet there are only 100,000 who could be skillful enough to do what they're doing. I don't think in bodybuilding, posing is something that would have such small, a small amount of people actually able to do it. I think that anyone who's in decent shape could be taught posing in a few days and master it within a year so that I don't think that counts as a skill and I say master in a year that's just me hedging my bets you could probably master posing in a matter of weeks like it's it's not that 10,000 hours or something like that it's not a golf putt it's just something that you could learn and then you do it you know reading a book is not a skill but it takes you years to, do, to learn how to do that doesn't it um could there be an argument that there is a skill in the nutrition and training side of it um no, I don't think so. I think it's there's knowledge and there's strategy, but I don't think any of that's skill. You know, eating the right foods and exercising is not skill. There, none of the bodybuilding moves are really skill based. Um, no, no form of exercise is really skill based. Um, it's you know you've got to have some coordination, but you know a bench press there's no skill to it. It's just learning how to do it properly. Um, that you know the best bench presser in the world versus somebody who's learned how to bench press properly that there would be no difference in technique like at all the the best bench presser would be able to lift more but being stronger is not a skill okay so physical exertion sort of but no skill sort of but no i would say so far maybe people will disagree and they will say that bodybuilding is a sport so that's where we are um the next thing is competition um, I would say that that is sort of debatable. I mean, bodybuilding competitions have literally got the word competition in them, but I would also say that you're not directly competing against anyone in the way that a boxer is. You know, nobody's throwing a punch at you. You are trying to get to the best that you can be, and then you are statically also competing against other people in the same way that if you both entered an art competition and put a painting next to each other, you'd be in competition. But actually, the, it's all about you. Nothing that they do affects what you do. They're not trying to prevent you from winning. It's literally you performing as good as you can and laying it all out there on the stage and then the judges just working out which one's the best. You're not competing against each other. You're not running against each other. You're not lifting heavy items against each other. That, again, you could say maybe the posing, but I don't really think so. So... Again, debatable. Some people would say it's competitive. Some people would say it's not. I, I think my interpretation is probably 
a lot of people would disagree in, but I just I don't think of it as a competition in the same way that I think darts would probably be the closest I could think about it because in darts, even though you've got a competitor, nothing they are doing is affecting your board when you're throwing a dart at it. Like, you know, they could be having the round from hell, but you still need to hit your same darts. You still need to get from 501 to, you know, ending on a double, whatever happens. I think that's the exact same thing with um, bodybuilding. Um, Then again, would I say that darts is a competition? I really should have decided that before I wrote (laughs) did this podcast. It's a difficult one. And then finally, it's entertainment. Um, People are entertained by bodybuilding competitions. I don't really understand why. I've literally been to one in real life and I've seen them on TV and they are arse-achingly dull. I don't don't get it. It's... I, I don't mind seeing who's won and the documentaries that lead up to the event are fine, but the actual event itself is... So boring. I, I can only imagine that the people who go there are fans or people who are sexually attracted to bodybuilders. When I might say fans, I mean like friends and family who specifically care about the person. I don't I don't get it. But people are entertained by it. That is definitely true. Whether I'm entertained by it or not, I would say that bodybuilding is a form of entertainment. So, out of all that, does it make it a sport? I am really struggling with this one. Um, every single one of these points, bodybuilding can get in technical- technically. Um, I would put it on a par with... No, I was going to say gymnastics again, but it's not. It's not like gymnastics. Gymnastics involves loads of physical physical exertion and loads of skill. I would say no. Bodybuilding is not a sport. Um, it is a physical activity yes it you know it it doesn't detract from it as an um as a thing i think that bodybuilding is as tough i would say it's more tough than most sports even at professional ultimate professional level and i would say that the top bodybuilders are as high up in their sport as top footballers top rugby players top cricketers top basketballers whatever they are right up there so it's not an i'm not trying to insult it or play down their achievements I just don't think of it as a sport. I don't think of chess as a sport either, even though you could technically say that every single, you know, chess hits every single one of those things, even physical exertion, because you have to actually move move the pieces and games can last for like hours on at, at a time. So yeah, chess hits all those things even slightly better than bodybuilding, but it's not a sport. So neither of them are a sport. Yeah, that was... Well, I interested myself, so, you know, that's all that matters, really. <laughs> right, so what am I drinking? This is beer and biceps. Um, I have got a beer called Peanut Riot, and it's by Fierce Brewery, which is an Aberdeen-based brewery. And, as you can imagine, it is a peanut-based beer, and it is a porter. So you've got porters and stouts. They're basically the same thing. I don't care what anyone says. Nobody can tell the difference anymore. It doesn't make any sense. Um, when stouts... Um, porters came first, and they were created in London. Um, stout was just a name used to describe strong porters. So that that is... There was no difference. It, they were literally the same drink, but stouts were stronger. That was it. They were made the same way, all that sort of stuff. Today, 
Porters seem to be stronger than stouts, and they seem to mix around all the times, and other people have different definitions. It doesn't make any sense. It's uh, it's just a choice by the brewer, brewer, and it's um, it's an affectation, really. Like, maybe they think this sounds better as a porter. They could have easily written stout. Either way, the beer is excellent. I was really surprised, actually. Um, I've had... I've had peanut flavoured stouts or porters before, and I've I've never had a, I've had one bad one, but for the most part I've they've always been excellent. Um, so this one, the first thing I did was I smelt it, and it smells like a Snickers bar with a sort of chemical aftertaste at the end, which was a terrible sign. I was really I was like oh god, because when they're too sweet, it actually ruins them for me. You need a bit of sweetness, but Deep down, if you've if you've got a pint of a beer and your first taste is oh this is sweet, you love it initially, and then the further you go down that beer, you're like all right, Jesus, this is enough. Um, so yeah, when I first had this smell, the smell, especially that little chemically uh, chemical aftertaste, I was a bit worried, but it's nowhere near as sweet as it smells. It tastes like peanuts, but in a like not in a Snickers bar kind of way. Once I'm going to drink it through by myself. Yeah, so it's just kind of like a the dry taste of a peanut. It's it's absolutely brilliant. It's so smooth, um, and it's not cloying. That that's what stops me. So normally when I say, oh, you know, I liked it, but I couldn't have another, it's because they're so cloying that you just go, oh, I couldn't order that again. I need I need a palate cleanser or something like that. Very good beer. I really liked it. Um, yeah. So yeah, Aberdeen. Based, which makes it another Scottish craft beer. And I, I don't know what's happened with Scottish beer because for years, all they were was tenants and super tenants, <laughs> which I think now is actually brewed in Luton. So, but yeah, it was you know no, everyone laughed at Scottish beer, but you know who's laughing now? They've got Innocent Gun, uh, Brewdog, Dog, um, and Fierce Brewery, and this, yeah, if this beer is any indication of what Fierce Brewery's like, then I will definitely be checking out their other beers. So it was absolutely fantastic. Alright, so now that I've pissed off the lovers of Snickers and bodybuilders, I think it's time to go. Have a good one. <laughs>